Vancouver is one step closer to losing its elected park board. Uh, today, Mayor Ken Sim uh, revealed members of a newly dedicated working group to guide the process, essentially work towards eliminating the park board. Uh, members of the, uh, this transition team include Catherine Evans, a former Vision Vancouver Park Board Commissioner, Jordan Nidger, uh, a soccer coach and South Asian community leader, Shauna Wilton, who is an interim park board general manager, uh, Jennifer Wood, who is the director of BC Diving, and Gregor Young, an executive director of the Vancouver United Football Club. Now, Mayor Ken Sim spoke at a press conference earlier today, uh, and he talked about how the park board transition group will operate. Take a listen. Now, the Park Board Transition Working Group will operate within the framework, uh, framework of their terms of reference, which has all uh, been handed out to you. And these guidelines will not only steer their efforts, but will also outline the overarching objectives that we aim to achieve. As for the makeup of the working group, each of the following individual holds deep ties to our Vancouver parks and will play a crucial role in ensuring a seamless transition process as we bring park jurisdiction under the oversight of City Council. Now, the mayor also did talk about uh, why he believes a change is needed and why the park board uh, needs to be uh, run under the auspices of City Hall and why that's a priority for him. Take a listen. Now, I do want to be very clear here. This change is bigger than any one person or political party. It's about prioritizing the needs of all Vancouverites and ensuring that our parks and recreation facilities can serve our community to their fullest potential. This change is about managing these spaces more effectively, not compromising them. And I'm personally excited about the next phase and uh, continuing to work with our provincial partners to ensure a brighter future for parks, uh, for Vancouver and our parks. Well, joining me now to talk about today's announcement is Brennan Bastiavansky. He's the Vancouver Park Board Commissioner. Uh, Brennan, thank you for joining us. Hi, Jez. Uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, so tell me your thoughts, first of all, what the mayor had to say there in regards to this transition group. Uh, they're going to guide the city in regards to uh, moving away and eventually uh, uh, eliminating the park board. Your thoughts on that? Well, the, the transition team has no legitimacy to start with. So the, uh, the premier gave really strict instructions, uh, really clear instructions, that, um, that the mayor was meant to put a plan together and get support uh, from the nations and the unions and have a plan with the, about what they're going to do with all the assets. And none of that work's been done. And so it, it was really hilarious that the, uh, the province again indicated that, they're, that they're, they're aware that only a small handful of people in Vancouver want to get rid of the park board and that it's not a priority. So uh, uh, the mayor has not been following instructions uh, from the province. How much of a, a hurdle is the, uh, the consultation and conversation with First Nations communities uh, in regards to the park? That would include the Musqueam and, and Squamish and Tsleil-Waututh, uh, to my understanding. Uh, you know, to, for the dissolution of the park board uh, and the transfer of power, there requires a significant amount of consultation with First Nations people under the, under the terms of uh, UNDRIP. Uh, can this work be done quickly in your mind in a thorough way or do you think this is sort of this is going to hold the city back well the the disrespectful way that the city has been um, working with the nations like it, it tells us that he hasn't done his homework 
like uh, the, the mayor doesn't realize like the uh, the importance of having the, the nations on side and their, their the level of involvement uh, that they need to have, and that and that hasn't happened yet. There was one letter um, uh, from Musqueam put out, uh, but there are two nations that haven't. Uh, provided that support. In fact, there, I've heard that there's a, a letter in circulation from all three nations that uh, to the province that indicates that they are not supportive. And, and the uh, the mayor was asked about that today, and he swerved the question. And again, it goes back to this is about Ken, and he's not to be trusted. This is from someone who was inside his team. And so when he says it's not about selling off assets, that's exactly what it is. When he says it's about, uh, you know, it's not about one person, it's about, uh, about Ken wanting to have control. And, and there's, there's no other reason. He, he even, like, we're like, what, month out, uh, six weeks out? He still cannot give any specific examples of, uh, of uh, things that, um, that can't be fixed. He's still campaigning. He's still using the same language he was when he was in the campaign, and he hasn't shifted into the governance part of his job. If uh, Ken Sim had come to you as a potential candidate prior to the last election and said, look, I want you to run, but one of the uh, main policy uh, policies I'm going to push is for the elimination of park board, would you have run for the party? Uh, no, absolutely not. The only reason why I ran was because he had promised me and promised the other commissioners and promised the city, promised the councillors that we would be given the term, the four years, to be able to work on improving the park board and making it more effective. And, uh, and he, hasn't given, he hasn't done that. Um, they even used um, you know, the, the Century Park motion the other day as political theater. I mean, uh, the, the independents and the Green, they strengthened it to make sure that we could actually put in uh, a destination um, uh, like park or like five destination Century uh, playgrounds and uh, and they voted it down because it wasn't their motion. And then and then when we asked for money from council, uh, the ABC commissioners voted that down. And then they said their behavior was terrible. And they pointed at their own behavior as the reason why the park board's not working. Like that that's ridiculous. Um, I know there have been other park board, former park board commissioners that have spoken out from from a variety of parties on the importance of the park board. Equally, there's people who say, wait a minute here, most municipalities in this country don't have a park board. What's your argument for Vancouver on its own needing a park board when other cities in this region do not? It's all under the responsibility of City Hall. What is wrong with that? Well, you can, I mean, if people want like Toronto, like the poor parks that Toronto has, like, that's what happens when you go through City Hall, right? They, they, they would have a Doug Ford-style mayor uh, in Vancouver. Um, and, and that's not what people want. People want to Stanley Park protected. They want um, the connected green spaces. They want to be able to talk directly with the elected officials. And the councillors, uh, city councillors across the country and across North America, they have that issue. And Vancouver's, you know, it's not the only one that's elected, um, uh, there, there, are, there is another example, uh, Minneapolis, but there's also other ones that have the same model where they do have uh, a separate board um, and uh, that looks after specifically Parks and Rec. And they're actually following Vancouver's model. So there are, there are cities that are adopting that differentiation between council and a, and a, a version of park board. So that governance that Vancouver had is just ahead of its time. And that's why we have Stanley Park, the Seawall, 
and you know the, the green spaces that everybody knows and loves in Vancouver. But there's also a, a one would argue a deficit in in community centers, deficit in in amenities that some of the suburbs have, and Vancouver doesn't. And I know maybe it, it, there's a greater demand in Vancouver. I don't know. Um, but in regards to the park board itself, the present park board is still that the best way to govern when you're always sort of begging bowl in hand going to city hall uh, and they don't always approve things. Uh, you've got a major amount of infrastructure that needs to be improved. You've got a growing city with more people needing more, more community centers. Do you still think that the park board under its present, uh, setup structural policy wise is actually up to the job in dealing with the demands that are presently there and never mind in the future? You're, but you make a great point. Uh, we have we have world class parks because of the park board. We have crumbling infrastructure because city council has has underfunded the park and rec system uh, for for like over a decade, right? So there is like so when they talk about crumbling aquatic center, that's looked after by uh, REFM. They talk about the crack at the um, uh, at the aquatic center. That's REFM, right? So the park board is the one advocating for money. It's the council and mayor that's deciding not to put money into the park and rec system, and that's what. That, and that was on show um, earlier this week when we asked. We went to council, asked mayor. You know, mayor like ABC. You you promised to create and fund a destination a playground, and when we asked, they they voted against it. And so if they if you if the city like thinks that someone that doesn't care about holding their like upholding their own promises and putting money behind their own promises when they have that ability to what makes people think that they're going to do it when there's no one advocating for parks brendan as always thank you for your time just uh thanks again appreciate it